everybody, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a drive home podcast. Uh, tomorrow, I am running a game for some Utes, as they said in my cousin Vinny. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to it or not. Uh, because from what I understand, and the lady who's running the, the Utes group, that wanted to ask me to do this, I kind of explained her the premise of what would happen and how it would work. But apparently I failed to mention that, you know, smaller groups are better. Thought I did. So I believe my group may be around 18 kids. I did not misspeak. 18 kids. Uh, let's see here. What are their ages? I think they're all around like 13, lots of 14, and 15 and 16 year olds. Okay, so think about that. 18 kids uh, at that age, they're all clinically insane because they just are. Uh, and then the other little factor that comes into play is she's given me an hour and a half to run the game, 90 minutes. Boy, I was like, 90 minutes, huh? She's like, yeah, we got to do this, we got to do that. And I'm like, it's like, you've never gamed before, have you? And I tried to explain to her. So I was trying to recruit. There's a couple other uh, caseworkers that help out with the groups, the group and everything. And uh, try to recruit them so they could help me out with this massive group. Maybe break it up into three. Three... Um, groups of six and the other two girls could take the other groups and maybe run something with them. I didn't get to see them all this time. I don't know where they don't know where they are or anything. So, so that's out the window. So I will be running an 18 group Pubescent <laughs> crew. Oh my god. I may be uh, not doing so hot tomorrow, but I'm sure it'll be fine. So we do that. We're going to do that. And I'm going to run Shadow Dark. I think I mentioned that in previous ones. However, I'm going to have to modify this. One of the things I'll be doing is uh, I decided to take out the, the any type of death or like the, the what do you call it the resurrection thing or not resurrection but revive or whatever it's called in Shadow Dark I can't, I can't remember offhand anyways get, get that back or rework that so what I'm going to do for that is if you die during the during the game you're just out for one round, and then you're back up with one hit point. Just because I don't want anybody not having fun and not being able to participate in the game. We only have so much time anyways, so I have to simplify these rules to like the bare minimum. Uh, and what else was I going to do? Uh, 
I was going to do a thing where, because I have all, years ago I bought all these uh, Dollar Tree dice sets, and I thought I would kind of tear them apart, use them. They're still in their, their uh, little boxes and stuff. Uh, they were just, they were a buck, and I think I bought a whole case. I think it was, I have 48 of them. And they're still in the box. So it might be a good way just to rip them open. And uh, what I was planning on doing is color coding the dice as best I could. Uh, like make the D20 a yellow die. Make the, the D6 a brown die. You know, make the dice a little easier to identify. So I don't have to say roll the D20. I go roll the yellow one or something like that. Especially, because a lot of people don't know what the D20 or D8 or they look like. They just, if you don't game, I know we're all shocked that people would be able to identify that stuff. But I kind of ran, ran into that in the past where they had a little bit harder time identifying the, the dice. Especially, I kind of gave each one of them a nickname, like the D20 was the big one. Uh, the D12 was the baseball, the D8 was the diamond, uh, D6 was the cube, and the D4 was a pyramid. And I, I think I made the D10 like a top. I said it's like a spinning top. So I would kind of use those names so they could identify the shape instead of the number of sides. And this way I was hoping to identify the color instead of the sides. But I don't know. I don't know if I have. I guess I could do that, but I don't know. It's a lot of messing around. Might just have to use the shape thing again with them. Uh, let's see what else. We so another thing I'll be doing is I have to figure out if I'm just going to run it as one giant ass crew, or if I was going to run it as a. Um, divided it up into three different groups and then just kind of run three groups at the same time. I've run two groups at the same time, but never two groups that were completely adolescent and um, had a varying degrees of knowledge of gaming. Most of the time when I've run this kind of stuff, I have always run it with people who know the games. The times where I ha when the people didn't know the game, it's always been like one-on-one -on -one or just a, a small group of kids or adults or whatever the case may be. So that way I could answer questions and um, spend some one-on-one -on -one time with them also. That's not going to happen here. So I got 18 kids. So what I figure, so there's 90 minutes and 18 kids. So that gives me less than, what is that, 18, 20 minutes. So that's like four and a half minutes with some change for each kid at maximum possibility we'll just to try to include them over an hour and a half period it's going to be hard to keep their attention so that means i got to go kabuki theater be really entertaining and use a lot of energy that'll that should tap me out that's what I think that's why sometimes gamers, you know, they get, get exhausted with stuff. But 
anyways, so that's my plan. So just a real simplified version of uh, Shadow Dark. Oh, and the other thing I'm going to be doing is I'll be running an adventure, but it's, I'm not using props. I'm not using tiles. I'm not using uh, maps of any type. I'm just going to use the uh, theater of the minds with jazz hands. And because if I deal with that, then it, it just gets distracting, and the, then their focus is on that instead. So I'm hoping to minimize that and just have them focus on the thing. I don't think that's going to happen, and it doesn't really matter what props they bring. Guys, anyways, if I bring with props, you're always going to have one or two kids jacking around with them, anyways, and then I'm going to have to you know, squirt them with a water gun and tell them to go away. So. Um, I think that's it. So, yeah, fast and loose with the Shadow Dark. Uh, uh, and, and, and I'm not going to have a set adventure. It's, it's going to be something that I'm going to be making up on the go. Because the reason why I'm doing that is if I have a set adventure, then I'm going to be uh, looking at the map, reading descriptions or this. I can just kind of... I can go off my years and years of experience of what I want to bring to the table, kind of read the room, see what they're into, and just bring up more of those elements of what they're into. And then also I can try to, I can, I can gauge the game and try to end it um, with a, you know some sort of conclusion so they're not, um, we just sort of end it abruptly without any without any, you know, finish. I want to have some sort of conclusion, good conclusion, because I want them to have fun with this. I, you know, I don't know how likely it's going to happen where they're going to be interested enough to continue on, the non-players. We'll see, because I think most of them are in video games, because when I was in there last week and I kind of introduced myself to them, it uh, seemed like most of them were already distracted by video games and their phones, of course, that they were playing. So we'll just have to kind of go out there, see what it is. And even if I get one of them interested in it, I'll consider it a success. So, all right, guys, take care. Roll better than me, and we'll talk soon. Hey, guys, it's Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor. I'm going to try this again. <laughs> I don't have much luck getting stuff recorded. And for some reason, I've got someone who wants to park right behind me. Like a dumbass. So in the previous segment of this episode, I talked about having to... Um, I think I said I didn't have to, but... I ran a game for a bunch of teenagers. And now we're talking... This is post that. So that happened on... Tuesday, this is Friday, when I'm recording this. So the dynamics of it ended up, there was 14 kids, and then I had four staff kind of join uh, somewhat as buffers or whatever you want to call it. And uh, one of the kids there had gaming experience, 5th uh, edition, 
and then the I think there there was one staff that was a 5e player and one staff that uh, Pathfinder so none of them done Shadow Dark but I basically had to strip down Shadow Dark to to unrecognizable simplicity uh, so here's what I did the night before I created pre, you know, uh, took some pre-gens, made them up. And what I did to kind of help this out, because there were so many people, I mean, we're talking an 18, 18 total people, and I had an hour and a half to run a game. And uh, so what I did is I made the NPC or the uh, pre-gens, I made two of each pre-gen. So I had... Uh, I can't think of the names right now. Borg was one of them. He was like a dwarven cleric or whatever. So there was two people that were playing that were Borg. And what I did is I had them team up together. So when it came up to their turn, it was Team Borg. So that way there was uh, like one action with two people. I mean, both of them got to do their own separate action, but I got and got to treat them as... You know, almost like one entity. So it kind of uh, streamlined getting through the rounds quicker. The other thing I did is with the uh, pre-gens, I uh, highlighted sub, like, um, let's see. So I had four, I think four, four or five different highlighter colors. So, for example, I... Uh, Yellow was the hit points, blue was armor class, green was the stats themselves, orange was the weapons, and purple were the spells. So if the players wanted to do something, then I could tell them, look at your purple part, find the spells, pick one you want to, you know, which one you want to cast. You want to hit somebody with a weapon, look in the orange part. Find which one, because you know color coding. I can sit there and say weapons, and then they're going to be looking up and down the whole whole character sheet. This way, you know, it's a visual recognition right away, making it simple with color. That did help a lot. Uh, let's see, what else did I do? I'm trying to think. Um, so I did that, streamlined that, color coded stuff. Gave them all like nameplates, you know, standard kind of thing. So that way they knew who they were. Some of them kind of got confused, but most of them, most of them did it. And then I brought some flashy, not miniatures, I would say, but little, I don't know if you guys know what those um, icon, icon of the realms were, you know, they're kind of bigger and they have like Orcus and a purple worm and Baphomet and a whole you know a whole line of demonic the whole demonic line uh, kind of uh, going on but they're really nice they are pretty good quality uh, and they look fantastic so what I did and, oh and I brought a vinyl pop bumble because I like bumble so I had I had them get attacked by a horde of bumbles so while I was running it now when I say running it, I use that loosely. 
All I did was a series of combats, asked questions, had them. Really was no role playing going on because way too many, a little bit here and there, but just, just, a, I had one person trying to uh, marry everything. Every time, every, every time they met a creature, uh, they always wanted to, I want to, I want to marry it. I want to charm it or something along those lines. So, uh, they ended up getting a, uh, baby purple worm, actually. So, uh, yeah, so I just set it up because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get anything to establish. Now, out of those 18 kids, uh, about two and a half, two and a half, three left the table. Uh, the one person left the table was the one person that did have gaming experience, the one uh, teenager that had gaming experience. I believe they were looking for more of a 5e game. They brought their own characters along. They expected... I think a little bit more 5e kind of situation uh, and the expectations were not met so they kind of had a bad time of it and left the game early and I talked to them afterwards and it worked out you know we just talked and, and uh, uh, had a good conversation afterwards the other one just felt just fell out of interest, but got her interested enough that uh, she liked it for a little while, had a few laughs, but then it just decided it wasn't for her. And uh, and she she was asking, "Is it okay if I go?" I said, "Yeah, you don't have to stay around here." I said, "I'm looking for volunteers, not hostages." So and then then the then the one girl kind of came and went a little bit. She. She was flitting around. She was, she was at the table for a little while, and then she was, I don't know, eating macaroni and cheese for a while, and then she was playing with the kid who played Legos. So she was all over the place. But so, so I, I was able to kind of keep the attention of eleven out of fourteen, which I will, I will consider a win. It was, it was tough doing that because I had to go full Kabuki theater, get real exaggerated with stuff, and. Real get uh, you know just and then putting down those uh, icon of the realms thing. So what I did is so when they encountered something, I would put it on the table. Oh, I, I should also preface too that uh, that when we were doing combat, there were there were no battle mats. There was the only props I used were the the big miniature things. I didn't want to clog up the table, and there was just too many to crowd around a table. And, it would have just added another a diff, another complication. So just throwing out the um, big, I guess the big miniatures uh, on the table, that seemed to get their attention. Then the other thing I did is when they were fighting the big boss, instead of rolling real dice, which I gave everybody a set of dice beforehand, so everybody has their own set of dice. Uh, I mean, I have, I brought my really big D20s, so I said for a big fight you gotta roll a big D20. So now they, you know, so they're rolling these big D20s, 
And I had to tell the one kid, you know, he, he was like whipping the freaking thing. I was like, you're going to kill somebody if you do that. Calm down, dude. Calm down. This isn't real combat. Those, those D20s, they, they put a hole in your head. Um, so, in the end, it seemed like people had a good time. I wasn't sure. You know, sometimes it's hard to gauge because I, I didn't know the kids all that well, but... Uh, the person who ran it was really surprised that I was able to keep him engaged for so long. And I just I basically explained, well, you know, my maturity level is not too far above what theirs is right now anyway. So I connect with them pretty quickly. And uh, they started their own D&D group on yesterday. So they are off and running. My whole point of doing that thing was to get people interested in role-playing. So, it, you know, at least for this point in time, you know, I'm going to consider I, I did my work on my, uh, what is it called, my, I spread the gospel of gaming. Evangelical work is, is has been done this week. I've done my thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was good. It was a good experience. Definitely taught me, you know, how to streamline stuff. I really liked doing the color coding on the character sheets for new players because that was really easy to, you know, do reference with so they could find it, real, you know, of course, real easy. Um, the one thing I didn't do very well is I kept on saying, you know, just roll your D10. Well, you know, they don't know what the fucking D10 is. <laughs> I kept on talking in gamer speak when I kept on, you know, and I kept forgetting that they didn't know what that was. So I had to work better on uh, describing the dice that they had to roll. That was that was my mistake. What I was originally going to do, I was going to um, have a set. Well, I had my own set, and then uh, we did have, like, a little board in the back that I could have used it on, but... One of the kids was using the board to play Spotify. I don't know why he needed the board to play Spotify, but he did. So I was just going to put it on the board. And then so that way, you know, I could point at, you know, roll this this shape die, roll this shape die and, and whatnot. So, yep. So that's all for today, guys. Thank you for listening. The saga of, uh, of uh, the, I don't know what that would be, a saga of, a saga of, playing with the kids again like i said it was fun it was a good experience but holy crap took a lot of energy out of me with it so i i told the lady who runs it i said yeah it's like you know i don't mind helping out uh you know anything i could do to help get interest if they needed some sort of supplies for the gaming group to let me know um i can see what i can do about getting some for them get them started um but I wouldn't be able to talk to it every week. It was, it's, and the point was is to get them to run stuff, not not have me run it. But, yeah, I, I'm old now. I need a longer recovery time. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, all right, guys. I am going to start enjoying my weekend. Take care. Roll better than me. And we'll talk soon.